Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 103 of the Bono Podcast, where we talk all things Blood Bowl. Welcome back. I'm Ben, and once again, I'm joined by Blood Tithe Ben. BT, how are you doing today? Hello, I'm good, thank you. Very tired. Uh, <laughs> big weekend, which uh, we'll definitely be going into. Eight games of Blood Bowl in four days? Yeah, although that feels like rookie hours compared to some of these like 24-hour tournaments. Or coffee Bowl, where it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. five games. Yeah. <laughs> 11 games in 24 hours. Um, so, yeah, we we are doing this episode the week end after our last awesome tournament and quite frankly two people there leading the day are our to extremes our 3d printing correspondent ian triple pal triplo and what well, roster master i guess we, we was oh, like that. foreign correspondent but roster master miltonio banderas who has uh, got the me man. to correct the spelling of his name how you guys doing doing great thanks man bit tired but uh yeah yeah um i i got a bit of the concrud the last two days i've just been um exceedingly phlegmy uh and just felt rubbish i even had a little nap before we recorded tonight i was because tiff was like you just need to just sit down like just go to sleep i was like i don't need sleep sleep is for the and i was asleep um but it was (laughs) it was all good uh my voice is much better than normal for tournaments here I, i mean talking of voices Ian, I assume your softly polite spoken TO voice is doing all right. Uh, just, just freak out anyone who was there at the weekend. This is your fifteen-minute warning <laughs> to end the game. <laughs> ben, you are already at lunch. Uh, <laughs> Wound, yeah, wounds are still open. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's one o three, and uh, Ben, what are we talking about this week? We are just going to be going straight into the wrap-up. Uh, South Coast Seven, South Coast Series and Sevens, South Coast Autumn 2022. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we have far too many series. Um, and yeah, we're just going to be talking about that, how the games went, how the organization went, uh, who won, who came home with some prizes, everything really. Um, good event. Good event. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, BT is right. Uh, we would normally talk about hobby. Um, I think we're going to skip the majority of that although we are going to be talking about some of ben's games and i think we do need to talk to you about the final in a second before we before we delve into the tournament but then it's just going to be looking at sca 11s for the saturday and sca 7s so that's south coast autumn saturday 11s and south coast autumn sunday 7s um we didn't name these events but we've kind of owned them so we are going to take a very quick break then we'll be back to talk about ben up to the league because i wasn't there for his game we need to refresh on that and then we'll dive into the tournaments okay bt we normally do a big game roundup, but we're going to be talking about something like nearly 200 games of Blood Bowl. But, <laughs> spoiler alert, you did make it to the finals of our league. You made it to the quarterfinals, you made it to the top four after playing like half of your games. And then mm. you battled all your way through to take on Byron 
with a mighty 13, 1400 TV underworld team. Undefeated, yeah. He had a couple of draws, but... Oh, yeah. He, he, I, I lost one nil in overtime in my Blackhawks against him. Otherwise, it would have been the Battle of the Bends, which I was really sure. It would have for. been. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, first time I ever made it into playoffs, let alone final. But, um, yeah, so it was it was a really tough game. Byron is an incredibly good coach. And if you're ever up against him in tournaments, watch out because that guy knows his stuff. He's even pointing out things after the game to me, being like, oh, yeah, you could have done this strategy. And I'll be like, oh, that did not even occur. To that. that was even a thing you can do in the game. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, I did lose. I did lose. It was a 2-0 win to Byron. Uh, very well-deserved 2-0 win. Um, like I say, he played very strategically. Um, I did receive, and I got really greedy with doing the proper, like, just row gutters down the end of the pitch and try and score really fast because he brought on Bomber. And I wanted him to disappear. Uh, backfired massively when his tackle blitzer managed to wrangle its way out away from my rat ogre and uh, yeah tackle two heads blitzer is kind of scary so um, yeah and then he just well, took out the gutter took the ball and then pretty much had the ball for the whole drive so and then he scored on like turn eight Bomber uh, was fine like I think he blew his whole treasury as well by the way I think I had I had uh, 285 before uh, for petty cash and then only like 5k in the treasury so I think I took Creek and a keg and then a coach but Byron emptied his treasury of 150k and took Bomber one of the dodgy breaths who it's like hits your guy with mighty blow on a four up Jorm the ogre foul. yeah yeah like if you, if you fail if you succeed the foul uh, if you fail the foul fine if you succeed the foul or plus you get hit with mighty blow pretty horrible um so i just didn't foul um and i think also he took another coach as well um and uh yeah so it was oh it God, was, that it was gave you rough. three prayers to nuffle to roll which did nothing yeah which is great <laughs> now come on to prayers to nuffle so uh my prayers to nuffle were kind of useless i had we gave my, one of my linemen Mighty Blow, which was fine. The other two were, it was like, you get SPP if you crowd surf someone. Uh, yeah. And the other one was, two of his players had Lona 2+, plus, which he just left off the pitch. Um, <laughs> so that was good. Uh, um, the, after he scored 1-0, I then kicked to him. Sorry, I had one turn. I had one turn left. Because, uh, um, yeah, anyway, whatever. I had a turn left, and uh, I tried to set up the one-turn touchdown with the gutter runner. So I positioned all my players. He had his troll there with guard. It's fine. I said, guard is fine. I'm going to be blitzing with a rat ogre. Strength doesn't matter. So I um, had the corner set up with the goblin. Another, it was another goblin, and I've had it all worked out to push. I'm just like, let's just do this. Like, I've got a choice here. I could either just go and kill your players and try and, like, remove as many people, or I could try for this one turn touchdown. And I had a really hard think about the positioning. It would have been lots of dice, but had it all ready to go. Rolled kickoff. Uh, he got cheering fans, which he won. Um, then he then rolled on the press and knuckle table, rolled a 16, which gives uh, a random player on your team, a random player, a primary skill of your choice. He rolled the corner goblin I had to blitz for the one turn touchdown, and he gave him sidestep. <laughs> And I was just like, 
That is the oh. perfect <laughs> counter. That is literally it's like, the it's perfect like, yeah. counter. I, I, yeah, and I was just like, that's just up at that. So, um, yeah, after that, uh, it was all just a bit downhill. I, I brought on Creek. Creek did one rush to try and hit the troll. Um, and on his first rush, he fell over and knocked himself out. Oh. Uh, Hang on, yeah, what are you so, rushing with Creek for? He's got five squares of movement. <laughs> You'd be kept missing, and then he had an option to. It was a, it was a sixty-six percent chance to hit a goblin or a troll, and I thought I'm gonna try and hit the troll. Um, yeah, well, he he, he made loads of rushes in the last game against Elves. It was fine. Now Creek was um, amazing for you against James's Elven Union, wasn't he? Yeah, this time he was just he just put me down one hundred and seventy. And we saw Creek on the on the top table of the tournament as well, and he was really, really, really good. He is good. And just is even excellent. Even having a tail there, which you can't really get away Brilliant from, is, tail is amazing. Really solid. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was that, and I eventually got scored against. I, he just started removing players, and yeah, it was had a very skilled up team that was really, really slippery. Um, the thrower, the gutter, and his blitzer are just grim. You've got, and they admit, were doing everything. That thrower is is amazing, isn't he? Uh, that throw is amazing. Block, two heads, extra arms, and dodge. He's basically an Adj 2 plus Skaven thrower with blodge. Like, yeah. absolutely amazing. Like, Byron's done a brilliant job brewing up that team. Uh, he's been patient. He's chosen things exactly right. And his placement on the pitch is phenomenal. Um, yeah. Yeah, he really knows what he's doing. And, uh, yeah, I, you know. Very well deserved. Incredibly well deserved. Definitely, definitely, definitely won it. And I think, I think as a team, Ben, we made him, we made him play for it. Uh, and I think, uh, I hope so. Trips yeah. actually had the best result against him out of all of us. Say, he, he ran through all of us to get to the final. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you held him to a one-all draw. Oh, nice. True, I, I did have Griff, and he was like, oh, "What do you do to stop Griff? You don't. <laughs> you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just let him have it." And... No, it's cool. I mean, the biggest question for me is: Are you going to be redrafting the the, the Battersea Bilge Rats? <laughs> uh, I'm not. I did give them the final skills. Um, I got a safe pair of hands on a gutter runner, which really rounded it off. Of <laughs> summarised the league. Um, <laughs> Stand firm on the rogue is good though. He, he was there for the game, which was actually really good. Um, yeah, and I got ta- I finally got tackle on my blitz. Well, too late. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, so are you going to just bin it off and brew up a new team? I mean, a lot yeah, of I'm going to keep the team there. Hell, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep them online as a good, good memory, but I do like running a different team each league. So, yeah, I'm thinking of going something a little bit heavier. Um, So, Tomb Kings or Lizard Men, I think. Uh, did you get the Punga Tomb Kings? Did you yeah. Get, you yeah. did. You did. You got the Punga Tomb Kings. I do. Oh. I'm hoping to run them. You oh, played against oh. them, didn't you? Uh, I played against Joe's, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was quite entertaining, but no, I, I'd love to see you paint up the Punga Tomb Kings team actually. Uh, as, you know, to continue your one a month Punga team issue, <laughs> oh, yeah. which is not bad going at all, not bad going. No, I next see... January, so plenty of time. Yeah, we got, yeah, you've got time. You've got that means you've got two months of not painting them before uh, you start painting them. Uh, no, I also got a couple of league games in. Um, I got one in against Joe. Solo, who is a legend with a beautifully painted punker team. It was um, game two of the Entoyment League. Um, Skaven versus Tomb Kings. It's a really favourable matchup for Skaven. 
they've got the adge and uh man joe's dice were just 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 garbage um he, there was one point where i just chucked my bludge runner bludge gutter runner into the backfield is kind of like scoring threat slash bait and he ended up fending off two tomb guardians and a blitzer and took 12 dice to the face and didn't go down <laughs> it was it was amazing um uh, it was yeah they got very 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 lucky uh just took a lot of opportunities just kept throwing dice and making you know making attempts it ended up winning three nil on that one which is pretty cool uh it's nice, nice. after running a, a tough season of black Orcs, um being able to unleash a little bit with skaven it feels really good back home you're back home kind of yeah i mean i'm really <laughs> proud of uh I'm really proud of the Black Mountain Buccaneers and how they got on. I'm so proud of taking Byron to overtime. That yeah. Was, that was so flipping close. But my teams my teams are never designed to play three halves of Bubble. Uh They're just not. I just, I'm too... Don't be one left for me. I had like five people left against seven <laughs> Underworld players left. And it was just, yeah, um, into overtime where golden goal straight away is just a bit... Uh, you know, I was very happy to get to that point, though. But I'm even happier about the uh, the Neverbay Nightmares doing that. They're doing all right in the league so far. So two wins, no losses. Uh, I can't remember. I've got, I've got, oh, I've got Adam Pike next, haven't I? With his Necro team, which means I'm going to get Fouling more Adam guys Pike. fouled out. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, I was going to say Adam foul, foul, <laughs> and then foul again. <laughs> I love Adam Pike, so it'd be great to play a game with him anyway. But yeah, I don't imagine a huge amount of my team is going to be uh, minced around after that game. I'm down to 890 on TV at the moment, but I am at 11 points, which is the most in either division. So I'm I'm quite happy Aye. with that. Uh, six to two touchdown ratio, one to three casualty ratio, which is not bad for me. That's not that's not the worst, I don't think. Which is nice. There's still time for that to change. I think. Oh my god, yeah, it's only been two games. Wait for them to get some crucial skills first, and then they'll die. But talking of uh, being two and zero in the league, oh White Arrows over there, triple pow. Yeah. Also undefeated so far at Entoyment Land. Yeah, had the second game against the Ogre team, so didn't really fancy uh, the elves against the ogres particularly as i i think i i used all my re-rolls in turn one as i failed <laughs> i think i failed dodges for the first four turns of the first half um and it was pretty painful um to the point where i even had an ogre score a touchdown against me because i just couldn't stand up and run elves anywhere near he, to be fair he played really well with his ogres he kept moving them and tagging uh elves all over the place and he was getting the odd bonehead but it would be like the last spare ogre which was quite annoying and then i got the ball back and in turn eight just needed to do one two plus dodge out to score a touchdown and of course i fell over doing that dodge <laughs> as well um but fortunate that the players all were knocked out, came back for the second half, uh, second half, uh, got a kick right up to the line of scrimmage, ran around the side, scored. Um, and then uh, I was very lucky that uh, I kicked off to him and his ogre in the middle of the pitch boneheaded straight away, which allowed me to rush all the elves through, uh, go for the goblin, get the ball on the ground, and then probably elven it um score and take a 2-1 so i was very pleased to uh sneak off with that well i was i was watching on i was watching on tour play um just like in the background i saw you were one nil down i was like 
oh wow what's going on here and then next thing i know you'd won two one i was like wow <laughs> absolutely pulled it out a couple of when pro- i was need you to, when, when i was need to score they score yeah a couple yeah, of pro yeah. linemen with random strips yeah, that's, that's cool two, two random pro uh line linemen which um it's, it's really good I, it did come in quite useful because um uh, yeah, definitely you could do with more dodge on this team, even though it's uh, just a two plus everywhere. I've failed that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having that extra three plus roll, it's it's pretty good. I mean, I you know, you're looking for block, you're looking for kick, aren't you? But pro, I can attest to this, having Grot Brady with pro and frenzy is, is a super <laughs> useful skill. Uh, so love that no so tons of good blood ball going on milton we keep stealing you over to the mil- the mainland have you've snuck any blood ball games in recently uh no i think the last game i played was my chaos against the dwarf team i might have already talked about this can't remember one at two nil it's a good game enjoyed it a lot but seven, no since seven, they're not, not really 11s yeah oh, nice yeah no uh, yeah, i was quite happy with that i only lost one player as well he died but other than that everyone else was all right so uh that's not too bad going against a slightly skilled up dwarf team now Um, when it comes to when it comes to league yeah keeping the tv equal is um is a challenge and having that myriad of, of things to choose from is i think a lot better in this edition guys like the the actual inducements that you can take they tend to level the playing field or make your team a threat a threat whether you're you're triple powering it and using uh you know griff griff yeah using griff or <laughs> or creek or you know failing at life like my wizard did in the semi-final uh had three players all primed the ball carrying thrower the tackle blitzer and some i think another clan rat or something any one of them going down would have led me to a black orc blitz on the ball carrier in his backfield and one one two nothing happened and i wasted 150k uh, inducement. I should have taken Creek. Ben was right. Uh, this is one of those. Well, uh, yeah, don't rush him though. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the you know playing league with variable team limit is really interesting. It makes it a lot more complicated. Chucking those prayers to Nuffle on as well on top of it can be really hit and miss. Uh, very similar to kind of like desperate measures. But when it comes to tournaments, you've always got the same TV, which I really do feel like keeps all the games really 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 close which is why i absolutely love tournament blood bowl and we have got one heck of a tournament to talk about so let's bounce over now and talk about south coast autumn okay so south coast series is a bunch of tournament events that entoyment run it starts with beachhead at the beginning of the year then it goes to south coast summer um both of those are at the bic and then pete the uh, entoyment lad opened up the series and picked up the rose bowl the aegeus bowl in southampton which is a big old cricket ground um and put on another two-day event there so came to us and said hey would you be free to run a blood bowl event and we thought actually with the way beachhead had gone uh, really well with like 11s on the saturday and sevens on the sunday meaning that if you can only come sunday you can do that if you can only come saturday you can do that um it seemed like an awesome opportunity to play some blood bowl in an actual sports place and it came around nice and quickly i know we've been talking about it on the channel for a little while and 
you know, we've been all prepping, ready to try out some different things when it comes to streaming games and Milton's been absolutely borrowing away, um, getting ready to be the roster master, which was, I've got to say, just impeccably done, dude. Like 100 plus rosters, really, really well managed. Um, you know, uh, so thank you first and foremost for that, Milton. That was uh, that is not a small undertaking. And I know there's some stuff that we can learn from it and do better next time around. But I mean, massive props for that. So south coast autumn came around we had 11s on the saturday and sevens on the sunday ben was volunteered by us all to be spare man in or rock paper scissors maybe happened i'm not sure i think i said that's probably my turn <laughs> <laughs> um you know as he's painted up a nice amazon team and the new amazon roster was there so ben was there ready to jump in if needed uh and uh spoiler alert was needed so we had to extraordinaires in trips and Milton with the roster master, me there to be mucking around with cameras and Ben there to be spare player in. We were all set up. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the 11s event on the Saturday and then we're going to talk uh, in a separate segment about the 7s event because they were just two different tournaments of the same weekend, basically. So we're going to start off trips on the Saturday. Talk us through the format for the day. Uh, so Saturday, nice, simple format for the day. It's a three games of sevens, uh, a couple of hours for each game. Um, and I've got to say a big thank you to all of our players. Uh, registration was at half nine. And as per usual, four minutes after registration had started, we had best part of uh, nearly everybody already checked in and getting ready. Um, yes, yeah, so a couple of couple of hours for each game. Uh, uh, first match before lunch, then a bit of a break for lunch, and that was on site, really handy. Uh, and then a couple of games in the afternoon, and then uh, awards to wrap up. About uh, wrap bang on time at six o'clock. Yeah, it was perfect. And trips, I got to say a massive thank you to you as well. You know your organisation of skills are unsurprisingly brilliant. But like being on the day, just having it all under control was just absolutely brilliant. And um, I feel like it was one of the most stress-free tournaments. It was really, really well done. So uh, thank you to, to you as well. All that prep from both of you um, really came off perfectly. Now, one of the biggest challenges when running a Blood Bowl tournament is the roster building. Uh, we had a, what I thought was a reasonably simple format this time, Milton. Um, could you lay down what the roster builds were? Yeah, so uh, our roster bill for this event was uh, 1.1 million gold pieces for drafting your team. Uh, star players are included. You can have zero to two star players. Giants included. Yes. Um, so we included the um, inducements from the core rule book, not anything from Death Zone or anything extra, because uh, that kind of makes things a bit complicated. Yeah. Um, and then in addition to that, we had a special sort of thing for the event which was around um, a mascot so you could take a mascot in order to get yourself a team re-roll for the game um uh, depending obviously on the the tier of the uh, team you took you got different skill sets so a tier one you get five primary tier two you get four primary and two secondary and a tier three was five primary and two secondary skills with no player receiving more than one skill yeah um pretty for the most part a pretty low-end tournament budget you know five six skills 1100 tv but we saw an absolutely brilliant myriad of, of rosters um which was so cool to see i think we saw three giants as well 
which I was I was in particular really, really, really pleased uh, to see. Now, I went around at lunchtimes on both days and took photos of every single team that was left out on display. So at the end of this episode, I will pop in a slideshow. So all the teams are there so you can go through and have a look at that. And as soon as I figure out how the GoDaddy website builder works to use a gallery of more than 15 pictures at a time, uh i'll i'll try and get them up on the website as well because they were they were so 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 cool so as to the no you know what do you guys remember what we what our predictions were yeah roughly i i went back and speed listened to the episode as i was setting up the podcast at 1.5 speed by the way quite an entertaining way to listen to the podcast uh, for you out there uh, i actually edit the seven super series games at 1.5 speed as well so at some point right. I'm gonna, there's gonna be like a turn where i'm gonna forget to turn the speed back down which is going to be quite entertaining but i haven't haven't quite done that yet um and yeah can you guys remember what your picks for winning and most rosters were it's okay if you can't yeah i think i i think i said black orcs or orcs of some variety uh you yeah yeah trips do you remember what yours I think, was i think i went norse because i think the extra re-roll with all the frenzy i thought would be popular and we we definitely had a fair few norse teams we did yeah you and i both said that the most popular team would have been uh, would have been norse and i think everyone kind of agreed with that um i don't believe any of us actually picked the winner did, did i say amazons i thought they'll be new maybe you mean i can't you remember what i said you weren't, no, I, I, I went back and listened to it and I still can't remember what I said. I just heard someone say <laughs> Norse and someone say corn. And I was uh, like, yeah, not bad. But we have got, because it's stats, we've got a big old pie chart here of all the teams that were present at the event. Uh, we only had a few teams that had zero entries. Uh, so for the 11s, uh, we had Slan at zero, Wood Elves at zero, and Goblins at zero, which is crazy given how like popular Goblins were the last time around. Yeah, that was really weird where we had like, I think it was eight goblin players at South Coast Summer uh, with first place and second place being goblins and then had none at all across Literally the entire none. of South Coast with them. And we had 75 like, rosters uh, registered on the Saturday and not a goblin roster at, at all. No, I think maybe people had had their fill. Although I was talking to Wayne and Wayne was like, oh, if I'd known, I'd have just brought goblins again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um when did bomber land did bomber land before or after the norse release before do you think we're seeing this i think it's funny one of us actually called it a roster hangover on our on our guests episode about like actually it's like a three month delay a two to three month delay before that thing gets a spike and i think those goblin stars two to three months later got a spike norse uh all right six months later or whatever it is now got a spike and i wonder if when we come around to beachhead in february we'll see a spike of the new amazon roster i think there's great potential for that definitely okay. i think there's there's a degree there's a period of time isn't there where people are learning it yeah, I, I like it's kind of filtering out into like a seasonal thing. Uh, anyway, we had a bunch of uh, different teams. So those are the only three that were missing. So Chaos Renegade, Dark Elf, Elven Union, Halfling, Snotling and Vampires from our friend Good Guy Rick, uh, which was cool. They are all running ones. We had a bunch of twos. Chaos Chosen, Dwarf, Nobility, Corn, Lizards, Ogre, OWA, Undead, Underworld and High Elves. All of two of each. Black Orcs, Necro, Nurgle and Tomb King 
all three ofs there, which is an interesting match. Like six Nurgle slash Tomb King rosters was way more than I expected. But mm -hmm. they're they're strong teams. Orcs at four, Chaos Dwarves and Skaven at five. Amazon's total at six because we were allowing the old roster and the new roster. So I've just totaled them up. It was three of each, basically. Uh, eight Norse and nine human for this event, which was just an absolute, actually, like monstrous mix of teams. I was not expecting that many human rosters. No, surprising. No, no. no, quite surprising. I, I, can't, I can't explain it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think humans are just, I think, a really popular team. Um, I think they're competitively great. Um, they always, they're reliable. You know, you get, I think, it might just uh, be because you, of, uh, yeah. it might just be Sax, Saxby syndrome, but I feel like... Recency uh, bias. Yeah, I just feel like humans can do a lot and you can build them in any way for a tournament. So, uh, yeah. Who was our top-ranked human at the end of the day? Oh, it was Wayne at 10. It was Wayne, yeah. And 13, we had Joe's Toes. Uh, yeah, Nurgle was interesting, wasn't it? Trip? Yeah, no, yeah, I think traditionally, like Nurgle is not—it's a difficult team to play, right? And it's not necessarily a popular pick. I think, like in terms of the the, the sort of Warhammer Age of Sigma 40k aesthetic, Nurgle is quite a popular character. Um, but the Blood Bowl team is like hard work, as I understand it. And so we don't really see that very often. I mean, generally speaking, I've not seen too many Nurgle rosters come to tournaments. Um, and so to have like three come to the tournament was quite like a big deal. And we had quite a lot of questions on the day, didn't we? Like about the rules about um, oh, disturbing, disturbing presence, presence and stuff. Yeah. Um, disturbing, because... yeah. yeah, what, when, how, especially the interactions of frenzy and, and all sorts. Uh, definitely people going, oh, I haven't played this much against a Nurgle team before. No, are, I, it was really Nurgle cool the new Tomb Kings? Like, I don't think they're that strong. <laughs> well, no, no. Just like when it comes to like the 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 challenge of it, the tier two challenge. Like it used to be, I'm going to take Tomb Kings and challenge myself. Uh, whereas I think Nurgle, they can be really competitive if you play really well with them. Um, you know, we had uh, Ben land nineteenth with Nurgle there. So you know, in the top twenty of a seventy plus man event, is you know, is pretty good. Well, one of our Nurgle players brought a giant, so <laughs> yes, <laughs> I and mean, that makes a difference, doesn't it? <laughs> well, that just makes them awesome people. Uh, Who was that? Where's the giant? And <laughs> that was that was Simon, right? So Simon Hawkins and yeah, Nurgle he... Acorn Giant. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, right. And can we discuss how he did, Simon? Or are we are we saving that for a minute? Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, let's let's bounce back to that. Unless yeah, uh, we'll come back to that one in a minute. Let's go to the website now. I mean, you guys probably have already seen this, but the the website, all the full standings and stuff are there, including the the team and any star players and all giants they took. So, oh man, that is a that's just a lot of spreadsheety results, which is really 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 cool. Um, now the next thing we wanted to talk about though was star players. I can't remember if we actually talked about guessing the most popular star players. No, but, I don't think we did. Uh, I tell you what, let's have a look at the this pie chart because here's one I made earlier. Right, um, that is the sevens teams. That's not stars. Why did I do it in that order? That's elevens, and that is stars. There we go. 
So when it came to star players, we had 37 teams with star players. Uh, and yeah, 35 teams without star players. So just over half teams took a star player. Unsurprisingly, Bomber top spot there, 10 but 10 teams with Bomber, 12%. Uh, Hackflem, 7 teams. Acorn, 5. Griff, 5. Zug, kick it around at 4. Fungus, 3. 2. Glartz, um, 2. Ivars, 2. Carlas, 2. Creeks, 2. Lord Borax, a Deep Brute, which was Wayne, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. uh, we had an Estelle. I'm interested to find out how and if that went well. A Morg and a Wilhelm as well. So there's a good mix of stars. Um, how many different stars are we talking about there? 15 there must be what 30 30 stars now 35 stars so less than half represented none of them surprise me there's no star there that i'm like wow they took that one um uh, i'd say ivar i i like ivar but we had what two ivars there um yeah two ivars yeah yeah like when i guess he's cheaper than griff isn't he so he's easier to squeeze in so yeah and we had a lot of norse teams so he's when you are a little bit restricted for stars with the Norse team, um, there's a you've got a, a nice range of stars that are ridiculously expensive. You can't really squeeze into a Norse roster with anything but linemen, so he's sort of in that sweet spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had Carlos take Norse with Ivar, and we had uh, Nazgob take Halflings with Ivar and Zog. Which is pretty cool. It's interesting. I like that. That's a that's a cool build that isn't your traditional like just Griff. Um, uh, so that was that was really 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 cool to see as well. So it was a really cool mix of teams. Um, nothing that massively surprised me, I guess. Just did, that heavy. Did, sorry, Mel. Well, yeah. Did like all the goblin players from South Coast Summer just go? Well, I've got Bomber, but I don't really fancy running in with goblins. So. What else can I take him with? Oh, half yeah. the team is in Blood Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just yeah. good. He's just really good and reliable. He fills a gap. Like, well, I think he's just cheap, isn't he? Cheap, like, yeah. Uh, cheap, good, reliable. He's, easy to like, he's, he's more, I feel like, he because he's the same price as a keg, right? And I feel like he's... Yeah. It's like you've you've got a keg in one hand and you've got bomber in the other and he's considerably more enticing right <laughs> like he's a more interesting choice and we saw him in a lot of cool different builds uh tyler ran ogres with griff and bomber uh rupert de costa ran underworld with glart and bomber he's he's so cheap like you said Bill. you can kind of chuck him in any black orcs with bomber there tony field john bowers black orcs bomber chaos dwarf bomber for ollie uh daniel martin corbin i love this so much snotlings Bomber and Fungus and a Giant, which was sweet. Um, Joe, uh, yeah, Joe, we saw that. Uh, Ogres, Bomber and Fungus. So he's very rarely on his own. Skaven with Glart and Bomber. Uh, Dalio with Fungus and Bomber. You know, it, it's just, he's so cheap. You can fit him on so many teams that why would you, why would you not? And I think when it comes to like, playing in a league now because he's only 50k if you've got the cash then he's i'm not saying he's always going to get you the win in the same way that hackflem or griff does but he's going to warp the game heavily for a keg worth of value like even if he just forces your opponent to use to bin off activations to try and go after him or just play around him the fact is he can just two plus blow up nine squares most of the time it's just yeah he's just he's just great and really good value um so I absolutely loved that. 
Now, when it came to the day, uh, we the way we run our tournaments is someone is the odd man out. So if we have uh, a dropout, then actually one of us is ready to step in and play. They've got a roster. Uh, if two people drop out, then we don't, and they run the, their 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 to um, extra. But Blood Tithe Ben, with his beautifully painted punga team, ended up stepping in and playing for the weekend. So, BT, you got chucked mm. in the thick of it, and we robbed you for table one as well on uh, on the first day. Yes. Well, we figured if uh, if anything were to go wrong, at least I knew one paying uh, coach is, 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 is ruined. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, so I had the first game on live-streamed uh, on the channel, which is there for you to watch, if you want to go see it. Um, and that was against Nurgle. Um, it was against... And what a game that was. Jamie with Nurgle and this Jamie Tyrrell. So cool. It was just... Vanilla. Delightful person, by the way. Absolutely contagious energy. Really contagious. Like, everything I was doing, if I did something that felt dirty, I felt bad. Because he was just like, oh, this is cool, it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> I was just like, oh, not cool though is it it's not cool amazons are not fair um, um yeah he was running the toxic yeah. crusaders uh nurgle rotspawn four bloaters two pestigors uh four rotters three re-rolls the mascot as well so that was 11 players basically maxed out all with block milton i did think about you when i saw this roster four bloaters yeah. with block and two pestigors with block that's pretty good isn't it it was mighty and mm. Ben, before we delve into the game thing, let's just quickly talk about your Amazon roster. Um, yes. So you had two blockers, both with block, uh, two blitzers, one with catch, two throwers, one with accurate, and then six linemen. So 12 roster, one of them had kick, four rerolls, and the mascot. So a ton of rerolls. You had two throwers. I feel like during the game you forgot one. you had two throwers. Um, but... That might have been just yeah. me watching. I think I I think I only was on the ball with like one of them. Um, yeah, I th I I did. I think I should have just put a thing around it to remember I had another thrower. But yeah, I was just treated one of the throws as a lineman. The other one was the standby lineman until the other, the anchor one was dead. So um, yeah, that was basically how I was treating it. No, okay, man. So talk us talk us through what you remember of the game. I realised that it was a lot of blood bowl ago now. Uh, no, I just remember. I remember the first half being very much an Amazon game. Um, I... I Because I, I, I remember pretty much all the roles were in my favour. There was one um, catch, I remember passing the ball in the backfield, missing it, um, leading to an inaccurate pass when I forgot I took accurate. Um, but it would have been all right. But I ended up delaying the half for kind of a really grindy... Um, Offensive touchdown for the for the entire half. What I remember, um, I remember foul appearance being genuinely really annoying. <laughs> uh, he made so many of those, um, or sorry, I failed so many of those, and but it kind of balanced out because his beast of Nurgle was not good. <laughs> his beast of Nurgle really didn't want to play the game. Um, I think in the first half he failed like three at least, um, really stupid, um, which very much helped. Um, yeah, uh, I didn't do many blocks because against a full Nurgle roster with high strength and block everywhere, <laughs> not great. However, the blockers were really good for clearing out some some easier picks like the attack in the Pestigors or the, the Rotters. Um, yeah, dice very much in favor of the Amazon half. Second half, however, 
Oh, I received some pain in that. Um, yeah, he had suddenly Nurgle switched on and started really removing players left, right, and center. Um, that was when I kind of realized that the new Amazon roster is kind of can kind of withstand that. Um, I think old Amazons could probably withstand that a bit more to a degree. I think still having two strength four pieces with more armor um, gives you a bit more longevity when you start having those games where they they are just rolling powers and both downs when you don't have block. Um, yeah, so in the second game, I started removing pieces, but I put up like a slow defense and it ended up being a one-all draw. Um, it was quite a the score. fantastic match. <clears throat> yeah. I loved it. I loved watching it. Chat really enjoyed it as well. And like Ben said, all the games are on the channel. So if you want to watch Nurgle versus New Amazons, massive game of two halves, BT. Like yeah, that, that first half, Nurgle just I mean, Jamie wasn't doing anything wrong. It's just his his mm -hmm. dice were his dice weren't bad except for the beast. The beast was garbage in that first half. Yeah. The armor rolls were really lucky for Zons in the first half. Very much so. And the second half that switched and they got <laughs> brutalized. And it was really it was really good to see the team in a place of confidence and a team in a place of being a bit sweaty in that second mm -hmm. half. Um but I think you know there was a final drive there that you nearly swung the two one, which was which was really cool to see. Chat was mostly impressed that you could roll well uh when you weren't being filmed. <laughs> they were like, what Ben Ben rolls Ben? what's going on i was like yes this is it this is the massive difference between filming games when you're talking through what you're doing and just playing blood bowl i was like why do you think yeah. he's in the finals it was really cool to see um and yeah jamie such a lovely guy it was so cool um it was really good to really good to stream it really good to see a very very competent nurgle coach um mm -hmm. hold their own against the shiny new roster i, I thought it was was awesome yeah, very much so yeah really good game Really enjoyable game. All of okay. them were. Uh, so that took us into round two. Now, we had a different uh, top team, which was uh, a different pair of teams in the top, which I was very excited about. We had Dalio, old Dave Lyons from Entoyment, on the top table playing against Buster Gut with Skaven. So I was absolutely jazzed. Uh, we had Fungus and Bomber for the, um, the awesome-looking Brute Fun team. Uh, yeah. which was, again, really cool to see, and Glart and Bomber for the Skaven team. So I was very happy uh, that we had Skaven on the top table, and Dalio did rightly point out, is like, the commentary is going to be really, unbi really unbiased here, isn't it, Ben, towards Skaven? And I was like, yeah, definitely. Um, that was a really cool game to watch as well. But uh, we, we binned you off the top table at that point and set you loose into the wild, Ben. So who did you end up playing in round two? I was up against Pete in round two. Uh, Pete Hanley running Skaven, Skaven! as well. Uh, oh, this game was a nightmare. I don't know if um, Milton or Trips, if, you, if I think I was facing the other way. If I was facing towards the tournament table, you would have seen my looks absolute agony. We rolled weather and it was sweltering heat. And we were like, oh. all right. Oh, no, no, sorry. It was um, very sunny. It was really sunny. And we were like, okay, we're two teams that kind of like to pass. Not ideal. Um, only short passes. Oh no! Why is firing heat again? It's it's like minus one to passing. Oh, sorry, very sunny. Like minus yeah, one to passing. Very sunny is minus one to passing attempts. Yeah, yeah. So we we're like, okay, right, okay. It's going to be a running game, then, is it? And uh, then immediately on the first kickoff, it was changing weather. We were blizzard. We was like, okay, it's going to be England, <laughs> is it? So, I mean, the weather for the day was kind of apt for uh for that. So um, yeah. So I went into blizzard, and my team. Felt that 
I think that was the best result Skaven could have had because Amazons do not keep up with them. And I was having to rush a lot. And the amount of twos I rolled, and like twos into ones into ones and twos into twos, I couldn't do the rushes. I, I think on my second turn, I'd burn through all my four rerolls and the mascot just on rushing. Wow. Um, That's ridiculous. Yeah, it was miserable. <laughs> it was just miserable. Uh, however, uh, Amazons do white out skill Skaven. Um, in like the sort the sort of skills you can get on them, Gaven have the speed, but they don't have the uh, the real sort of like you know control elements that no, uh, no, no. a team like Amazons or like Nobility or you know those teams where you kind of get a few skills but you pay for it. Um, yeah, it it's so that I was able to kind of keep them in track, and I was burning a lot of the rushes, but I was still removing key pieces. Um, so it was a real good game. I think it ended up being three two. Three, two, yeah, yes, I, love, three, two. Uh, I love Pete's. Yeah, high scoring well. game. Four gutters, one with rest. The reason why block, we were two. desperate to change the weather. Oh, <laughs> it just keeps. Both of us were there, just like keep change scoring. the weather. Score. Yeah, uh, I'll let you score because it has to stop being a blizzard. Two blitzers, one Never with did. guard. Two throwers, one with leader. Four clan rats, one with kick. Three rerolls plus leader plus the mascot. Yeah, this 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 is two explosive teams. I like this Skaven roster. Um, that's just that's just Skaven with an apothecary as well to keep the players alive. That's yeah. that's really cool to see. How did Pete? Do? Oh, this I think this game was the first time I saw defensive kind of be quite useful. They oh, took I a guard. The throw. guard, yeah, guard or the um, yeah, guard or one of the blitzers. So it's the first time I've used the defensive skill because it's not one you ever. <laughs> was it a, <laughs> um, a gotcha? No, I was I was fully like aware you know i made them all aware this is defensive um your guard will not work here uh on your turn um so yeah uh I, it was good it is good um it came up more relevant later in i think sevens um but yeah sometimes you're there just like oh i'm so glad you don't have guard right now i'm so <laughs> glad um i think where it shines is when they have more guard because otherwise I could just have guard and it's kind of the same, but I get guard. Uh, but where defensive is there turning off like multiple guards, you're like, just like, no, so, so, so cool. Then we went into round three. Top table was between Norse with Lord Borak and Creek and Norse with Hackflem, which was, I think, my pick of the rosters to watch on the day. Uh, going into this round, we had Norse 1, Norse 2, Norse 3, Lord Borat, Creek 1, Hackflem 2, and Griff 3. So New Norse were well represented going into the final round, which was very, very, very cool. Now, that was a, another absolutely brilliant game. Um, and I think probably one of my favorite ones of the whole weekend to stream because uh, HD rocked up all of a sudden it was like hey here's this master crafted blood bowl pitch would you like to use this with your shiny new cameras and it looked absolutely awesome it, was it really did just that thing's so good and like i was talking to him about it and i kept last night what was this made of and he was like oh it's mostly made of that foam and i was like so what you like cut this all out individually and he was like telling me how he does it it's like 50 hours or something yeah, that's what to, like said. make the whole thing so crazy, but Feeling really good, really cool. And he had a yeah, well, he had a sevens one as well, but yeah. we'll go into that a bit later. Yeah, man, that was so 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 good to see. So BT, you're going into round three. Let's see if I can find you. 
Oh, oh I'm up against Mr. Um, BB Tactic. Oh, coach. Round three. Yep, coach. Uh, John Bowers. Um, yeah. Oh, Black Orb yeah. Bomber. Good lad. Oh, this was a headache of a game. This was like <laughs> a real thinker. Uh, we, we both made like some really silly errors. And we were just like, oh, yeah, it's just as well, isn't it? That BB Tactics people and like oh, BB Tactics guy, podcast guy. Uh, can't know any don't know any rules um but yeah it's um it this was such a fun game such a fun game the uh this was the one where i got sweltering heat in which then changed to pouring rain immediately um so the pouring rain hurt the black orc pretty bad uh oh yeah that's he, not he, ideal he, yeah um those goblins were struggling to pick up the ball uh i i fluked it with just rolling the four uh and never let go uh, so i didn't throw it or anything in this game um but yeah re- this was this was two control teams proper controlling uh as where i was trying to keep up with scave in the last game and try and play the amazons like a dash team and not doing great at it uh they were more effective against backhawks i think um the sort of moving an assist and blitzing with like blockers is pretty crazy because you can really kind of out bash the uh, Blackhawk um, in so, like for a, if you position, so you're just hitting them with blockers, then you you certainly can. Um, uh, and and plus you you can dodge away from them, which is just massive. So uh, yeah, positioning wise, Amazon's really had this game. But just strength wise, Blackhawks always get through when they need to. So. I love Blackhawks. Yeah, this is full strength roster as well. Six um six six Blackhawks. Um, are they actually called Black Orc Brawlers, or is that is that is that entirely me making that up? I think that I think that might have been me making that up as their position. Uh, and a troll uh, guard, 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 and guard on four of the brawlers. Uh, our leader on another one. Block on one of the goblins. There's five goblins, six black orcs, a troll, bomber, dribble, snot, two rerolls. So two rerolls plus leader plus briar plus mascot plus a bribe there to keep bomber around. You know, it's not a fast Black Orc team, but it's a fully loaded Black... That's basically my league team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's a very capable team. This is the game where defensive certainly shined. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so... trying to hit a strength four bludger without guard. Yeah. Um, a bit challenging. Like, ah, you can't. <laughs> uh, Bomber, unfortunately, didn't do much for him in this game because... He scored, I think he got the first receiving touchdown. Uh and was oh no, no, sorry. I think I scored and he was forced to bring Bomber on because he didn't have enough players. Uh, taking gotcha. out a couple of goblins. Yeah. So he had to bring Bomber on for one turn and then just ended the drive and that was him gone. Um so yeah, Bomber didn't do much on this roster. I think it probably could have though. Um Amazon's are very scared of Bomber. That low armor is quite scary yeah cheeky yeah. bit mighty blow and do- your dodge means nothing uh mm-hmm. to, to shrapnel does it so that's <laughs> nope. pretty reasonable wicked so you ended up um 40 out of 72 which is not a terrible place it's to fine. be fine one one and one for the day with zons uh four four for touchdowns 46 points minus seven on casualties and minus four on fouls which is fair enough you're not a massively fouly player, Ben, so the fact you reported no. zero fouls makes a lot of sense. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, it was cool. I'm really glad you got to get so much experience with the 11s um, 
with 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 that's four games you've played now with Zons in 11s, which is pretty good. Uh, which means we can pick your brains as we go forward with how you know how the team plays and some things, and especially when we run on the next Bonehead Championship and we get rolling with them, you're gonna have a bit of a a bit of a head start. So that was Ben selling him to the uh, to the tables. Trips from your point of view, running the TO table there with Milton being your roster master. How how did the event look from your from your table of power? So re really good and um, way less uh, rules queries. Uh, we had, had a few around Nurgle and the uh, a couple around what happens when you get pitch cleared um, or, or if you get pitch cleared but everyone's in the KO'd box, which is, always tells you a story of how that game's going. Um, it, but it was, it was great to see and lots of uh, really hard games um there were there was hardly a, a draw at all um in the first couple of rounds it, uh, a bit more in the, in the second round um but it was it was really there was some really hard blood bowl being played and um uh, lots of lots of games swinging in the last sort of 15 20 minutes of of the games so really good to see it the old witching hour which was very cool. Now, it was just awesome to have 34 games of Blood Bowl each round. So that's 34 tables worth. So that's 112 games of Blood Bowl just on the Saturday. Uh, and processing all that from the TO point of view, you've got to say you guys did a brilliant job of getting the results out there onto the website as well because we tried a different thing. We had the TV, RIP. Um, and uh, <laughs> so we bring the TV to all of our events because we put the pairings on there because sometimes it's easy just to look at the screen. Uh, so I brought the TV along with me on the Saturday and it was good as gold. And then on the Sunday, it rained like mad and the TV never recovered. So RIP TV, got a new one now, so it's fine. Um, but we also put all the standings, everything up on the website. And that uh, two things that was awesome for me doing coverage because... This is probably one of the highlights of my entire weekend was the guys in chat telling me about results of games that were finishing while I was doing coverage of the top table. It was so cool. It was just like, oh, Tomb Kings just did this or like, you know, oh, vampires just lost. Like, it was just so cool to see people from around the world, like literally around the world, tuning in to watch the matches, tuning in and looking at the standings and everything like that. Um, and it was just... That was just an absolute highlight. That felt really, really, really good. So I know it's an extra work to put it into the Google Sheet as well, but having it go live straight to the website, um, I think it made things a bit easier coming back after lunch it, on one of the two days. I, I definitely, I don't, I don't think we'd realised how much people were using it, but we know that people were at lunch in the bar and they knew their table match up already, which was pretty <laughs> impressive because we hadn't even put it on the TV at that stage. <laughs> oh, I like that. I'm happy with that. That's really, really, really cool. So, I mean, we should probably do the uh, the role of victory for the Saturday. Um, but, I mean, everybody we got a chance to talk to, it was so cool. We had some guys from Sweden. We had Spain. It was so wicked just, just to see people come down from everywhere to to play Blood Bowl and to have a chat and to have a really good day. The venue was pretty good on the Saturday. Um, we got some bits ready to talk through, I think, as we go into the Sunday. But uh, the timings, I think, were really good on the Saturday. Everyone seemed to have enough time. 
you know, I wasn't there for the summer tournament, but the 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 winter tournament, like Beachhead, really stuck with me as those timings and the BIC just not being able to provide food and beer for people being pretty horrendous. This one didn't feel like that at all. It felt like, I mean, Ben, you were in the thick of it as well. So as a player, I mean, it felt like everyone had enough time to be able to play their game out. And, yeah, definitely. And, you know, go to the bathroom, grab a drink, have a chat. Um, and I think... And that's all, that's really important at these events, just like bang and downtime, you know, the other teams and stuff. I think that's, that's part of the fun. So. Yeah, that bit of space for people to gather and talk it through and, mm. and chat about through. Games. Yeah. yeah, and it was nice. We had a number of players who was like either their sort of first few games or definitely their first few tournaments, and we tend to always keep a slightly closer eye on them for rules helping, but also to make sure that they know what's going on and how. And they were all having a, a whale of a time. And I think from Milton's and I's point of view, when we, when we're hearing to see people that have never come to a tournament, you can just see their eyes lighting up and. It's always good when halfway um, before round three, they're like, so when's the next tournament? You're like, yes, you are hooked. Well done. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think we had quite a few new people, didn't we, for South Coast Autumn? I think the GS Bowl as a venue kind of brought in some people that maybe wouldn't necessarily have made their way to the big, but I think they might now, having An come army and done this tournament. An army from Yeah, Portland. an absolute art. 13 players from DICE, from I Dice. believe it was. Yeah. Oh, that's um, the eight coach league. Somehow, forty-eight people in the vicinity of Portsmouth the bubble. Yeah. Regularly Regular. enough to be in a round robin. Yeah, league. like there's yeah. us in wobble. We've got twenty-something coaches and maybe like twelve turn up every week. Um, yeah, and there's like Portsmouth, which just stops on a Thursday night or whatever and plays Blumpo, <laughs> which is awesome. Um, okay, so standings on the day we played three rounds and it was super close going into the final round. I think uh, was was Saturday the day trips where there was like twelve teams within four or five points of each other going into that last yeah, round. Yeah, so Saturday going it was it's always quite fun in the last round, just sort of reminding people where they are but yeah i think we had all the top six tables were in with an opportunity of of winning on saturday uh, and it was going to come down to a, a good win or as we were describing it a good violent win <laughs> yeah because the way we do our tournament scoring is 30 points for a win and up to basically plus one point per touchdown per casualty up to three of each and plus one for clean sheet if you don't let any touchdowns in so a total of 37 points so you can win and get 31 points so you can absolutely destroy your opponent on 37 and that those extra points came in massively important because as it came to the end uh we had um yeah giles i think and chris on the table uh, that was Norse, Flem, and then Norse, Borak, and Creek on table one going into that round. And at the end of the day, we had Luke Williams take the cup at 106 points, 3-0 and with Norse and your boy Griff trips. Absolutely, yeah. He, he fully used him to his advantage and uh, uh, picking up those points in a hard round three. But yeah, he, he was... Uh, uh, play, played played well with Griff. Yeah, Luke's, Luke's really consistent as well. I think he top tabled in South Coast Summer as well. I, I don't think he won outright, but I think he was he was up on the top table for 
was it for at least one game or maybe not if not two he was definitely up there uh, the roster came in, two old foreigners, both with block, two Valkyries, one with leader, one with dodge, one berserker with guard, a beer bore, and then five raiders, one, two, so that's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven players, plus griff and one reroll, so using leader for the second reroll and the mascot, so two and a half rerolls, a half with that amount of block, with the elves having block as well, with a bit of dodge and the Valkyrie, which we saw a lot of. We saw a lot of Dodge Valkyries and we saw them really yeah. perform well. Um, I know that was kind of your pick for that that player and that player's role trips. And I think that's 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 what we're seeing. That's definitely how it's coming in there. The beer bore to be basically just that extra cheap player to be able to afford a star. We saw tons of beer bores, uh, literally just as Jimmy Carr accounting workarounds, which makes me so oh, yeah. happy. Yeah, lots of Norse rosters and lots of like, mm, that's 11 players, well, it's really nine and two, <laughs> nine and yeah. two stars. Exactly. You have nine and three halves. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's always fun to see him on the pitch as well, because we've actually got to see a, a bear beer board do some good work on the pitch and just be like, and a three plus dodge away and provide my little assist now for a four day off for a block. And I was like, that beer board is legitimately like a Disney side character. Like just his little apprentice running around helping causing carnage. It was so good to see. But I mean, Griff is a fantastic player. He's always such a strong challenge to play against. I personally do not mind him as much as Hackflem. Um but it I mean it's not far off, is it? So it was wicked to see that. Uh it was cool to see that. We had Bashto come in second with Ket with Chorse with Hackflem, 105 points, and Giles, who we got to see on top table with Norse, with Borak and Creek, which was a super interesting roster. Uh basically, I think just a berserker, a Yeti, a bunch of linemen and beer bores with uh with Borak and Creek. Creek was just carnage. Borak, strength five block with his own little bribe. So he had like one, no bribes, uh, no, not bribe, no re-rolls, but a re-roll for uh, the mascot and a re-roll for Borak. And I think maybe a leader re-roll or something. So actually, yeah, it was a really clever roster. Um, so I was absolutely, I was having a wonderful time going into that round, looking at these two. I was like, we've got hack phlegm. So we've got a Skaven on the top table technically, which I was very happy with. Um, yeah, no, eight linemen. Two beer bores, a Yeti, a Berserker, a Berserker with Guard, Yeti with Mighty Blow, a Dirty Player, and two pro Norse, Norsemen, Creek, and Lord Borak. That was it. That was the roster. Wow. Really, yeah, really leaned into the star players um, <clears throat> and worked because Borak is just so sneaky consistent. He's really expensive, but he is a reroll, right? So, mm. and then just Creek, Ben, you would have been, you would have loved it. Like, just creek going to I have to watch that game <clears throat> yeah creek uh creek creek works magic there uh we had luric with corn with this really interesting chocobo team so this is uh john from entoyment um coming in fourth place with corn there again three and oh uh and itching owa with griff coming in three and oh hd uh, Norse with Hackflem, 3 and 0 as well. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 undefeated teams going in and wrapping up the day, which was cool. And just a few points in between them. So getting those builds of scoring a lot, casualtying a lot, it's um it's really important. Got to pull out here, Giles, with that 23 fouls, though, with Lord Borak. Because Lord Borak's got dirty player plus 1 or plus 2 or something. So he's just like an absolute foul machine. Creek knocks him down, 
Borat keeps him there. Absolutely brilliant little combination. Nice. Uh, 10 casualties there for him. Um, there we had uh, Dark with Tomb King, Nazgob with Halfling, Ivar, Zog, uh, Tag D with Dwarves, Wayne with Human and Deep Brute. And um, normally I'd do the whole whole reel, but with 75 coaches, I think uh, the best thing to do is just to uh, pop to the website and, and check out your favorite team, your favorite combinations there. But I mean, of those rosters, guys, was there any there that, that piqued your interest a huge amount? Other than all of them? I always like seeing the, the giant rosters because they're just uh, fun and detailed. And we got close to a giant off. They they ended up on tables next to each other oh. in round three, but not quite playing each other. Um, uh, but facet, fascinating to see. And I think the, the best thing with the Giants is almost watching the opponent as they line up, because you can see the opponent going, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> and then looking through the skills going, uh, so I'll be going to the other side of the pitch and staying well away from that <laughs> thing. <laughs> you can't. He's fast as well. <laughs> they are so fast. It's so good yeah. how like people are like, and sorry, their their movement six with break tackle. Like, yeah, they yeah. are. Uh, I loved I loved Emma's roster though. Running und undead, two mummies, both with guard, two ghouls, one with sure hands, one with wrestle, uh, three skellies, four zombies, one with kick, rightly so, one reroll, and a giant in there. Giant an, undead, an awesome giant. Yes, very very cool uh sort of conversion piece she's done that with that it's very cool oh is it like the zombie giant yeah yeah she mm. like pretty cool i don't know like carved like half of its face out and like got the skull and the sort of like rotting flesh there it was very cool yeah yeah all of the giants are really good simon's nurgle one um and you, you can't not mention daniel like dan his uh like the comic book painting style yeah, the whole team cool. was just so cool. Uh, the the teams looked so good at this event. Really did, really did. Everyone did a fantastic really job. Um, just going around and looking at all the tables, like everybody was was repping something really cool, and I mean that's just an extra special thing that I thought was just wonderful. Uh, I, 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 I mean, think I think for me, like the thing that I was really looking out for was the stunties. So, like we only had was it four? Four, five, stunty? Four stunty teams. So we had a halfling, an ogre, and two snotlings, I think. And um, I think it was Joe, Joe Wilkins Kemp, who was running the ogre team. I don't think there was a moment during the day where I didn't see a massive smile on his face. He was having a whale of a time <laughs> with his ogre team. He was absolutely loving it. Uh, we saw and Joe when, I, when I said there seven. weren't that many stunty teams and he, he thought he had a decent chance of getting in there, and um and getting the stunty cup he uh i think he really went for it and he tried his best and um yeah the stuff the stunty teams are a lot of fun yeah <laughs> i think because the pool was so small yeah so what was this this ivar zug halfling one that was nazgob uh who yeah. did who did take the stunty cup um which was halfling and, ivar and zug and he almost took the dirty player as well Oh, 32 fouls. Oh, we had to go on tiebreakers for that, didn't we? We went, we went on tiebreaker for this one. So Simon. Simon with the Nurgle. With the Nurgle actually. Just Actors less fouled again. <laughs> yeah, slightly better differential. 
It's uh, crazy. You don't expect to have to go to tiebreakers when someone's done 32 fouls for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's have a quick look at Nasgob's roster because this is... Uh, oh, he's not player. He's one player. 125. Milton, he's done an outrageous job with these rosters. This is so good. It was so good for the stream as well because they were like, oh, who's running vampires and what's the roster? And I was like, one moment, please. Click, 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 and, and ready to go. Um, I felt the most like the Magic Pro Tour I think I ever will in my life. So the Marienburg Fireflies. This is Nazgob. Uh, two Treeman, a Catcher, eight uh, Hobbits, no rerolls, a Chef, Ivar, and Zug. I mean, that's a ton of strength, isn't it? Three str oh, Two strength, six. One strength, five. Crow on both the trees. Sure feet everywhere for the, the Hobbits. Um, and Zug to just be there. So that's two. Yeah, that's that's a ton of blocks every turn. That's a ton of blocks every turn. That's horrible. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was certainly a, a tough stunty list. That's for sure. And like, yeah, I think deservedly he took the uh, the stunty champ no, trophy home on that one. Uh, it was um, some fierce hobbits. <laughs> very, very, very fierce hobbits. I think. What's um, Ivar? Sorry, Ivar lets you move one free, doesn't he? He does have the ability to move an unmarked player one square. Yeah, that's like if plus fifty the movement on a tree. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, yeah, that's oh, pretty, Ivar, pretty big. Ivar with a giant, like if you could fit that in the roster, that'd be pretty sweet with uh, multiple <laughs> yeah. block strength seven and mighty blow plus two. Yeah, or we'll just put multi block on a tree, I guess, at that point. <laughs> Okay, so that was the standings, that was the stunty, and then for the kind of rest of the prize uh, prize pool on the Saturday, yeah, the overall was Luke, as we spoke about, which stunty was uh, Nazgob, I think. Um, is that right? It was Nazgob, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. Nazgob. That's cool. Uh, the best mascot. So we had this special rule for the event, which was that you could get a mascot for free if you bring a miniature, and once per game you can use it as a reroll. Like, so it's not it's it's half a reroll basically so once per game you use it it's kind of like borax thing we kind of thought it was a, a sporty theme i know that uh, the rule kind of meant that everyone got an extra reroll and therefore kept the games maybe a little bit longer that we'll probably have to review that one for next year um but it did lead to some really great stuff on both days and the best mascot on the day was drew creedy um the best team was simon hawkins that was the that was the Nurgle. Nurgle. Yeah, that was, that was the Nurgle team, yeah. With the giant. Uh, yeah. He used a um, Cygore, I think they're called. Yeah. Um, which was very players. cool. And he, yeah, like the boulder, he'd got the spike logo painted onto it in quite good detail, mm. which was very cool. God, I just love, I love that kind of stuff. It's yeah. so, so, so cool. Um, uh, participation was Tom Wheatley, is that right? Yes, yeah. yeah. Yes, he was running Amazons with Estelle and they, they they had a painful day and i think he he had some unpleasant dice rolls oh that's interesting i would, I would have expected estelle to be pretty cool um i like that uh dirty player we've already talked about that simon most casualty dan brown most touchdowns john with corn which was crazy and of course it was barney's birthday which was a lovely little twist so he got everybody together and sang him happy birthday what grown adult man doesn't like 70 blood bowl players singing happy birthday to you on the event <laughs> i did love that i thought that was great um so, oh 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 
PC's making noises because I am typing into nothing at all. I was just having a quick look to see. Uh, Dan Brown was Orcs with Bomber, wasn't it? Orcs with Bomber. 14 casualties on the day. That'll do. It's not bad for three games. Simon Hawkins was also up there, but we had to go for tiebreakers for that as well. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Very handy to have the uh, sheet set up to do such a thing when we've got that many coaches being that violent. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, the Saturday event I was just was just awesome. Like so much good blood bowl. I know we had a few dropouts, but we always do. We had less than what we'd expect. We normally expect kind of like five to ten percent. And I think what was the what was the final like dropout rate, Milton, on the day? Was it one? uh yeah just the one and i think the other i think we only had four was it four drop yeah four four drops total yeah. and three of those had kind of pre-warned anyway um so only one yeah one no show as it were and um yeah we're really good so my guess for the day was underworld to come back and make a splash and win with a hack flem roster rob quick i love rob if he turned up with the underworld hack flem and creek roster could have, could have proved me right there um, it. but it was cool to see the Norse Griff roster um, and we got a high off team in there as well it was so good so many cool teams no slan but you know you can't have everything um, you know a I, I massive thank you to everybody who came everybody who travelled everybody who played and to each and every one of you three guys just for running an outrageously brilliant event I got to legitimately fulfil a life goal which was to stream live Blood Bowl event. And we did. We streamed the top table all day long. We had a brilliant time just filming games and, and playing top table stuff. And it was just amazing. And I haven't really got over it yet because it doesn't feel real, which is really funny. Yeah. Like Tiff's like, are you okay? And I was like, I've got post-project blues now. I'm just really depressed by how rubbish my normal everyday life is. Um, <laughs> we should prob probably share for the, for those uh, uh, one or two that weren't able to come the the highlight and the funny nature of it. So, so literally Ben spent the two days of the tournament sitting in a garden tent in the uh corner <laughs> of the of the uh room because uh, that was blocking off the sound for, so um uh you supposedly couldn't hear ben but believe me the we could hear the odd excitement we could tell exactly what was going on <laughs> on the table less by the reactions of the players more by the uh screaming from uh, the tent sports commentary uh so yeah so ben was sitting in what was uh, an Mike increasingly warm uh, uh gazebo through the day streaming along uh while the games were playing outside uh yeah it was cool it was ridiculous um there were some really funny things and because i put the window facing into the tournament hall people would come up like knock on the window and wave and everything it was uh it was really good fun i do regret on the saturday not spent not being able to spend more time sort of um just mooching about and having a chat um we're going to change up things next time because it was so good listening to people where like they're, where they've come from what they're up to i had a great chat with the south kent area blood bowl crew on the saturday morning you know talking about like where they've come from where the league was that was really cool um so yeah do some things differently next time probably don't need the tent it was a cool idea to have my streaming gazebo but it really wasn't necessary um but you know it was a cool pop-up gazebo and i was like oh this will be uh this will be great but um that i just i got to do it which was amazing and couldn't have done it without you guys not by a long shot um and i'm really happy with how it came out it's certainly not perfect certainly some things we can do better but 
I'm um, I'm chuffed that we got to do it. And I mean, it just opens up a whole bunch of things of what we can do in the future, whether we use the top table as wherever me or Ben is in the in the entire event and we stream that game while talking. I don't know. We can do something different. But um, yeah, for me, that was the highlight of the Saturday. Guys, any particular highlights for the Saturday before we move on to the Sunday? Uh, no, just just a blast. It's great. Other than that, yeah, I, I just think that every, everyone enjoyed it and they were so mm. happy and it just went so well. I think that was just the ultimate highlight. Oh, man. So good. So, so, so good. Okay, guys, we're going to take a very quick break and we'll be back with the Sunday Sevens. Okay, we're back. So we had a lot of fun playing um, 112 games of, of 11s on the Saturday. And that left us with the nice chill uh, day of 7s on the Sunday. I love 7s events. They are so much more relaxed, I think would be fair to say, guys. And we had nearly 80 games of 7s to play on the Sunday. So, Trips, what was the itinerary for our Sunday day? Uh, so Sunday was uh, four games of sevens uh, at an hour each. Um, we did make a small <laughs> issue with timing that we gave ourselves uh, zero minutes between each round. So uh, thanks to all our players um, not minding to miss a bit of lunch. Most of them had finished round two on time or on the, the appropriate time. There was just one <laughs> game that ran a little late. Um, and... Uh, yeah, played played through to awards at about quarter to four in the afternoon. So uh, just in time for everyone to uh, rush out into a thunderstorm. <laughs> yeah, the weather was garbage on Sunday morning, wasn't it? I didn't think oh, you were going to make it, Milton. Yeah, it, was, um, it was a bit thundery and lightning in the morning, wasn't it? The choppy seas. How, how was it? <laughs> uh, no, actually, it calmed down by the time I got down to the ferry oh, terminal. Okay. But like, I very sensibly drove there this time <laughs> Other, what, not getting the, the bus not showing up and you having to that run was, yeah having to yeah. run to the ferry terminal with all the rosters on my back on the saturday morning was was an interesting way to start the day it's give you like, a nice it's... give you a nice few hours to uh, work up a nice war game and musk yeah know, so. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um yes always bring a spare shirt and the yeah. <laughs> yeah so the the weather was um was very bad and then uh, we also discovered that so we we had we had pitches printed for the event just because not everyone brings a pitch and at beachhead we ended up scavenging around trying to get sevens pitches so we, we had a hundred of these pitches just printed up for the event just like right, we'll put them on the tables if people want to use their own pitches they can use their own pitches if they don't want to bother or whatever then they've got pitches right there so we don't have to worry about it they don't have to worry about it and it's all good to go and then the rain came uh and then uh yeah the ceiling in that building was not quite so good at blocking out the sunshine as you'll see in a couple of our streamed games and even <laughs> worse at blocking out rain so we had a few soggy tables i think um is it whiskey monster that got dribbled on as well ben he was saying uh yeah yeah it was yeah oh, poor Julian. Was yeah <laughs> um, yeah we yeah sunday morning we uh yeah went and set up and there were I think I think we had five tables which uh, uh, looked like the weather result from the night before had been playing <laughs> overnight and uh, uh, staying staying with it. So fortunate to to move a few around and um, 
yeah, I think everything got a bit cold and damp overnight. Even even condensation on the camera, I think. Oh, remember, right? that was stressful. That was so stressful, setting up the stream on the, the Sunday morning and just being like, why is my camera fogged and weird? Like, what's going on? It was like watching an episode of, like, Ghost Adventures or something. And I was like, why is this fogged? There should be no reason it fogged. So uh, out came the kitchen roll and, like, it, it, it worked itself out. But I was just there going, like, my TV's broken. <laughs> <laughs> we've lost 20 pitches to the rain and now the camera's gonna stop working uh however it was fine in the end and now i've got a bigger tv so eh, yeah it's all right i mean it's okay it's okay um but yeah beautiful coming into that it was so good and it's such an easy place to get to that free parking in the car park 30 yards uh, across the road yeah. from the atrium <laughs> i'm all right with that like yeah that's a huge upgrade uh bournemouth is not the easiest place to park or mm. the cheapest um so yeah free parking just off the motorway is very very convenient did appreciate that but we were going to be playing some sevens now sevens is an awesome format different build from 11s milton you want to give us a rundown of what you could bring with you on the sunday sevens yeah so we were going with a 600 gold piece package a uh, 600 000, rather. Um, no stars because it's seven. Don't do stars and sevens. Um, <laughs> with the skill packages of tier one at two primary, tier, tier two at two primary and one secondary, and tier three at two primary and two secondary skills. Um, which is a it's a pretty nice package for sevens. I mean, sevens is quick. The mascot thing, as we kind of like talked about earlier, also included in the sevens uh, thing, did kind of lend the games to being a bit longer yeah um, than perhaps you'd normally expect from sevens games yeah but, we definitely um, had um we, we we had teams with two or three re-rolls which is sort of unheard so of for sevens yeah <laughs> a rostered um, re-roll plus a leader plus a mascot it's just like i don't understand like my norse team and 11s doesn't have this many re-rolls yeah so that that kind of changed the dynamic a little bit didn't it um but you know what? I think you know, despite that, it worked out really well. I think the the, the games of sevens were really tight, really close. Um, so yeah, it was, it was great. It's really interesting to see. So we had quite uh, we had a, a good mix of teams again for this one. Um, we had no slan, no vampire, no snotling, no undead, no halfling, no goblin, no dwarf. So. I think you kind of uh, undead are pretty popular. Vampires mm -hmm. are alright in sevens, so it was okay. But we had a good mix of the other teams. We had one Tomb King, one Chaos Dwarf, one Wood Elf, one Underworld, one Orc, one Ogre, one Nurgle, one Human, one Elven Lyman, one Renegades, one Chosen, one Black Orc, two each of Zons, Nobility, Corn, OWA, Skaven, High Elves, and three Necromantic, three Lizardmen, three Dark Elves, and four New Norse for the event so norse again coming in super popular here um and i think trips you called out corn as well we're going to be quite a popular one for this one um which i'm not surprised because they are fantastic and we got to see a couple of corn games on the top table with drew creedy um repping that rage which was really cool to see because i do love corn in sevens and it's good fun in seven super series at the moment so it's a good mix of teams um i yeah, it was a bit, bit, bit bashier than I was expecting. Yeah, it was very tier one, tier two. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
only one wee lad of a team, which was, uh, which is, you know what, really quite reasonable, I guess. Um, stunty for sevens is, is a challenge. Ogres are good fun. Snotlings get penalised heavily. Goblins, you kind of want a star, really. Uh, halflings can do okay, but they're not, certainly not top tier. Um, but yeah, we went into the day, we had a good mix of teams, and then Ben, we unleashed you straight away as spare player, and then uh, you had a fair few games of sevens. Do you remember who you played the first time around? Yep, yeah, uh, that was Whiskey Mancer, Julian Hood from Dice. Uh, yeah, this was a tough game. This was a really tough game. Again, Julian's Julian's very experienced coach, who's uh really knows what he's doing, and uh, he was running proper like control Doom King. Um, he did not let me dodge anywhere, which was just awful. He, his positioning was incredible. So whatever I wanted to do was completely suboptimal, and I pretty much lucked my way to a nil-nil draw because on his final turn. Two plus rush into the end zone. Obviously, it's a one. No rerolls and sevens. So, uh, yeah, that that happened, and I could I could detect I could detect just the pain because that was brutal. You know, you hate to see it. However, it's something that you've got to. Essentially, he he was in the position where he I I got a touchback. Um, pro tip: take kick as one of your skills and sevens. It's stuck. Not having it. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and he put sorry, got a touchback, put it on his um block Doom Guardian, um, who just trudged up the pitch, however, didn't end up paying for that with without that speed, having to rush. Happened. So Yeah. Two Tomb Guardians, one with block, a blitzer with tackle, and a thrower with block on there as well. With uh another six dudes, so ten man roster. I'm assuming he was getting some getting the boot in when he could as well, Ben. Absolutely, yeah. He was fouling as soon as he knocked down the uh, the blockers, they were being fouled relentlessly. So yeah, I think he actually had three sent off. So, and I don't think he removed them, but he was definitely stunning them. Oh man! So, uh, yeah, no, yeah, that's quite good. noticeable in your games. How your opponents did not like the fact that you had strength four pieces with dodge and decided that they were unfair on the pitch and had to be got. <laughs> Absolutely, they were at tremendous foul bait. Um, I say foul bait. It's more foul fodder because they do feed them, I think, uh, and they I think do they're suffer. Be more hated than gutter runners. I can. I think so. I think so. They're, like gutter runners win the game directly, so you can kind of see why. Yeah, I feel like the hatred is more direct. Like, oh yeah, obviously they, there they go scoring touchdowns again. But the, uh, the yeah the the Amazon blockers are slippery and really annoying. And normally you can get like three dice blocks and blodgers. You fish for that power, but you just can't with them because it's strength four. So, <laughs> it's so yeah. good. Um, we had a fantastic first match on the top table that day, which was uh, Joe with his ogres and Andrew Burridge. We got to see him there. He was running stunty only lizards. Uh, so Crocs, two chameleons, and a bunch of skinks. <laughs> and 
bless him like the dice rolls were carnage all over the place for both of them it was so funny like they were doing they were making some solid plays doing everything they could it was just big guy blitz it was just like every term was bonehead blitz bonehead blitz bonehead blitz so i was like in my element it was just bonehead blitz and stunty dodges mostly resulting in rolls of ones and twos and it just being absolute mutually assured destruction on both sides it was brilliant fun they're both so lovely um and it was so cool and we you know definitely worth a watch as well if you like some sevens like watching some coaches but we had some really cool teams for sevens and oh i haven't fixed the saturday 11s on there as well. spoilers they both walked away with a trophy as well yes they did yes they did and uh, i'm not surprised um i just yeah i that was just so much fun round two had a, an absolute heck of a matchup on table one which was uh drew blood and ben davy so drew is just infamous in blood bowl land now for his uh commission painting his conversions and stuff but he can seriously play blood bowl as well as can previous bonehead bowl winner ben davy uh who was the third ben fourth ben on the show for an episode at the beginning of 2020 oh, yeah. yeah that was a interesting was a challenge wasn't it um so ben what do you think about this awkward silence as we're not sure oh, who anyway. yeah <laughs> that ben. i think i had like 20 minutes of lag on that as well it's yeah. very awkward <laughs> um who was running necromantic uh and both these teams with that frenzy with that just flexibility it was such a good match uh on top table and i definitely recommend watching that one as well the teams look great so bt who was your round two uh my round two was Ooh. ah it was imperial nobility wasn't it yeah uh let's go around the game paul lawrence so paul uh an amazing guy um he's an ex-40k um refugee survivor yeah yeah, um, who has pretty much turned to Blood Bowl because he came to, I believe it was South Coast Summer, saw Blood Bowl, looked more fun than the 40k tournament <laughs> he was playing in, so switched games. <laughs> and uh, I thought, yeah, that's fair. Um, and so this was his first time playing Blood Bowl. Uh, so I asked him, just like, oh, how long have you been playing? He said about five minutes. Um, <laughs> he did so well, so well. Um, it was unfortunate from the get-go because he um he uh kicked me uh got a blitz it's like great uh this is fantastic went to blitz my um one of my players um with his nobility blitzes and just rolled a skull or double skull and it was like ah cool that'll <laughs> do so, it actually i think it was a i think it was a single skull into using mascot roll into single skull as like the first role and that kind of set the tone of the game. Um but yeah, this was um another another game which I think was really highlighted the similarities between the new Amazons and Imperial Nobility. Um your set then. Yeah, oh god, yeah, I love this. This is <laughs> these are two teams I really like. So yeah. Um enjoyed the game to be no whim. Um he had, a cool, uh, he had a cool roster as well. Two blitzes, uh, yeah. one, two, three linemen, two with block, an ogre with block, and a uh, thrower. So a good mix. It's pretty much all block. Yeah. yeah. Block, fairs so really, everywhere. Horrible. Really putting the bash on. Yeah. So I was very much the dodgy team on this. Um, and then just my block blocker taking what they can get, really. Um, I didn't throw many. 
Uh, I think I put in a foul. I think when the one of the blitzers went down, I think I fouled them. Um, I do have a spare player, so why not? And you even marked it on your sheet. Good lad. Look at that. Remember, remember things sometimes. <laughs> uh, it was a really speedy game as well. I think it was over in like 10 minutes or something. See, this is the great thing about sevens is that actually, and we saw this on stream as well, like the games were finishing about 30, 35 minutes. Um, oh, I'm assuming this is the one that went long then, guys. <laughs> yeah, this is the one that went long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And had it in just like, yeah. Now we need data. Yeah. <laughs> All of our players, like 15, 20 minute warning, 10 minute warning, fine. There was one game where the players went, well, I'm a TO, so we're going to keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> we can bend the rules. Don't rush me in. I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying myself. See this orange shirt? Uh, yeah. That, that was cool. Then we went into round three after lunch and the top table match for this one was really good fun. We had Baron with Norse. Um, first of all, it was awesome to meet a load of these people over the weekend. This was so cool. Baron's always in the comments. So it was so good with a Norse roster and Adam Wilcox with OWA. He was like, doing this doing this for you guys i was like yeah i was seeing owa come out here that was a heck of a match that was some really good gutsy play absolutely everywhere and then um on table five ben you got to play the resident dwarf Oric g graham pickett wonderful chat oh, I, uh, I think I graham. yeah that's the first game i've had against him and he was like one of the first games he didn't bring dwarves against an amazon team <laughs> i'm just oh, like oh no. i'm sorry graham you're going to wish you had these now. He was running OWA, um, which We're is here. interesting. Um, he was basically, I think he took... Got it here, got it here. Ogre with yeah, block. Yeah. Uh, lineman, lineman, lineman. Lineman, one with block. Dwarf blitzer. Dwarf runner with block. And yeah. human blitzer. There, so good mix. I mean, one, two, three, four, four block pieces, five block pieces. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it did put on the pain uh, just quite, quite a bit. Um, the Ogre rolled a lot of Bonehead, which did massively help me in sevens when one of your seven players is just gone. Uh, that's pretty brutal. Um, and it does clear up lanes. So, yeah, Amazon's very, very glad they weren't up against Dwarves here because I, I was making a lot of dodges that I had to re-roll. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, yeah, if he had tackled, that would have been really bad news. Uh, yeah, ended up being a 2-0 win. Um, and yeah, now Graham refers to me as Mr. Fives. Because I think it's 75% of my dice are a five. It's like, oh, that's a five. It's a five. Oh, cool. Uh, Graham has the... Uh, the, the uh, it's just... He's such a, such a good lad. But he's painted up the first non-bonehead miniature for the stadium as well. So he's got, oh, the, yeah, the dwarf rider, basically one of the Fanath dwarfs, um, one of my favorite dwarf teams. He painted him up to be him as well with his logo and everything. It's just so cool. Nice. So I'm looking forward to putting that in the stadium over the next kind of like month as we get brewing with that. And that took us to the final round of the day. And top table, we had Drew Blood return and Baron return for just some awesome awesome action and we had hd's pitch on there as well i was absolutely gushing over this round two beautiful teams the cameras did a great job zooming in and seeing all the details and with the pitch it just looked surreal i was like i've peaked 
like I've peaked. This is my hobby goals. Absolutely ticked off. That was great. And then all the way down on table two, Ben, mm. was, was you. This the, is a bit tense. The Battle of the Bens. Yeah, it's... What do you do? What do you do if you end up... like I went into this being like, I'm going to win this. I'm just going to solve that problem later of if this goes really well. Um, it's, it's always a little bit awkward. But I went up against Ben. Um, he was on a fouling mission. He was explaining to me the, I think, 48 fouls um, that he had got so far. And um, <laughs> Almost, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and so it was good. I really like Ben. We played against each other in the league and stuff as well. Um, really makes you work. Really, really does make you work. Um, I was kind of really putting pain on his werewolves. Um, he was running two werewolves in the necromantic roster. Uh, uh, they were just scary as hell. So I was just trying to keep them at bay because I figured as long as they're down, his scoring potential is massively reduced. Basically got zombies and guys with no hands. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, I was uh, I, I was just ignoring the blitzers. They, they, they were fine. But, yeah, it was the werewolves I was targeting. I think I fouled one, which absolutely insulted him. <laughs> Uh, I don't think yes. he's going to speak to me ever again. He came, he <laughs> came and complained. Um, he did come and complain, which I thought was hilarious because by this yeah, point, he, he, he logged a complaint <laughs> with the, the TOs. He's like, "The Amazon coach is failing." It's like, have you seen how many fouls he? Because I think by that stage, he probably had more fouls than most of the other players in the whole day put together. Combined, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the exception of yeah. Julian, who did manage to get 13 fouls as well. With that, I imagine most of those were against you as well, Ben. Um, mm. Amazons, new Amazons yeah. are just very foulable. <laughs> they are very foulable. Uh, this game, I believe, failed the 2-plus rush or 2-plus dodge to score a winning touchdown, I think. Yeah. I remember being yeah, right very close. Yeah. yeah, right at the end. So, yeah, ended up being a one-all draw. So... Oh my God, Ben! That would have put you. That would have put you second. in second place if you'd swung that. But as yeah, it was, I think it's two plus. mate, top eight though. Top eight's fantastic. Yeah. I love sevens. Amazons are pretty good at it. Oh, so. Strength four blodgers, but well, one blodger. The other one. One was blodger. Just... I think taking two is the way to go. But I didn't want to. Uh, leader, you know, leader is your one of two skills instead of just double <sighs> yeah, blocking. But... I think every time I used it was to re-roll the skull for both down <laughs> on, on the bludgers, on the uh, locker. Fair enough. Um, so that brought us to the end of the day, and Adam Wilcox did take the trophy with OWA uh, in sevens, which I know will please Stevie, uh, who'd pegged OWA as a sneaky high performer in sevens, and he's bang on the money. And Corn in second place with Drew. Corn dominant in sevens necro with dalio dalio definitely knows how to play some good blood bowl norse there from carl in fourth uh barney with dark elves ben david with necro baron with norse blood type with amazons cerberus with skaven and graham the resident dwarf with owa so two owa teams in the top 10 uh just just brilliant like just so good to see it's nice to see owa I, you look at the roster and you don't think owa are a great sevens team but mm -hmm. but these that that troll slayer ogre combo and we saw this on stream especially because you can take a desperate measure which in sevens might just swing you a strength four troll slayer which again we may have seen on stream and that is potent let me tell you um so good 
Uh, we, had, we had this strength four trolls there going up against an Ulfwaran on Norse, and it was just like frenzy carnage. Uh, by the end of the day, because of the way the stream was set up, like the one side of the pitch was at the bottom by the score, and the players just kept getting sucked into and off the pitch at that bit, and it just was literally like a 2P machine. Uh, like it was just like, and they're off, and they're off, and they're off. And it was all down the one point on the screen. It was hilarious. Uh, and with all these frenzy teams with Ulfwaran and some blooming yetis and slayers and werewolves like just cruising around frenzying everybody off it was amazing um there's some great blood ball i love sevens and watching these fast games was just so 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 good <laughs> it was the best <laughs> i'm not mm. gonna lie it was so good um so other prizes other winners on the day Thank you, Milton, for putting that in there. So Adam took it. Uh, Joe with the Ogres took the Stunty. Um, best team, Hayden Dean there. Um, and best mascot was Graham. I, I loved his little diorama there. That was so, so, so good. Participation, like you guys said, Andrew Burridge with the all Stunty Lizards, which I, I loved as a roster because that's high variance. That's either going to be a 3-4-0 win or just death and sadly the yeah. dice the dice mostly chose death um and you know i was so good though i love the idea i had a couple of like comedians with cats he was like my own my whole goal here is to otb under the ball catch it and start off with it and then go for a throw touchdown um which i think cost him the lives of many comedian skinks but it was <laughs> such a cool plan uh i loved it most casualty uh, drew, which made sense with that Norse, uh, with that corn build, with the corn gore, two, um, two big boys and one even bigger boy, which was cool. Barney with most touchdowns, dirty player Ben Davy, which made a lot of sense. Only two fouls against him, and one of them, one of them is from you, Ben. So nicely done. And uh, Luke took the overall weekend champion there, um, with total points over the, the course of the two days. But I mean, guys, how was Sunday for you? So I think for me, the highlight of Sunday was after round two. I think we only had three undefeated coaches and we get a lot of, of draws and sevens because of the nature of the game, but it was really tight. I mean, we've, we've got a coach who finished uh, in the top 10 with three draws. It shows how consistency is really important in sevens. Um, and yeah it it there were a lot of tight tight games lots of um trying to score at the end of the game to to level it up and it was great to great to see it and um really good fun yeah it was that moment where top table for round 2 ended in 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 a result and then going into round three, the rest of the top tables ended up in the same results. So it balanced out. So we got to see like the, the, the round two guys rock it and stay there at the top. It was so, so, so good. Um, but no, I mean, they were both brilliant days and it was so cool to see everybody and see all the teams and see all the games. And I just, that was, that was, that's my favorite tournament so far. Like Dorset Dungeon Bowl was amazing, but I think this one has been my favorite of all the ones we've done only by a little bit but it was pretty amazing guys so a massively massively well done guys so 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 good um anything that we want to talk about from a tournament point of view kind of when it came to this one any any massive like watch outs or things we need to do a little bit differently ready for next time 
No, um, I think we've talked about the timings of the rounds for the sevens. I think that needs a bit of a... <laughs> that, was, that was basically a typo by me, because it was like, ah, oh, we, uh, we can push that back. But at the same time, it was a case of, ah, oh, we can push that forward, uh, which we uh, did both at the same time without checking. So it was uh, round one, 10.30, round two, 11.30. What it should have been is round one at 10 or round two at 11.30. Yeah, I think we, like tri trips turned to me at like half 10 and he was like, there's no, there's no time between round between one rounds. and round two. Yeah. There, there was a minor panic. <laughs> no, no, there's not. Uh, there's that extra bit of flexibility in sevens, though, isn't there? So you kind of, you kind of get away with it a bit. Um, thank goodness. Uh, I feel like the round times on Saturday worked really well. Oh, perfect. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely perfect. I think it's really good. And a little bit of a tweaking for the timing on Sundays was good i mean i know that we could fit in five games of sevens but i really do feel like four is right for the kind of vibe we go for yeah no definitely and having played a four games of seven like i know i know they're, they're they're shorter i know it's only an hour long but the sometimes the intensity of your play over the course of four can feel just as much as three elevens i probably um, could have put another one in there oh yeah could you yeah i reckon I reckon at the end, I could have had enough energy. I could have gone on for another one. It was, I think you um, could have probably gone on for another one on your second game, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it got to um, it got to streaming on the Sunday, and uh, Tiff was like, "Oh, you know how many games you got today?" And I was like, "Well, it was three long games yesterday. Now it's four short games." I was like, "So it, it it's way, way, way less." And actually, the playing time is way, way, way less. But I think four games is is plenty enough to be able to find a winner, even with a tight pack which is great and even if it does leave you feeling like oh, i could have probably fit one more game in i think that's probably better at the end of a tournament than oh my god i am exhausted because um, yeah. because I, I, I don't know if we've done a five rounder before or whether we just did the four no, we did four didn't we we did four and yeah. we've got a lot of coaches that had a fair old travel as well um that, yeah. and a stay stay for the, the the weekend so i think it it's fair to let people off at four and actually get home and, and suitably get home early enough that you're allowed another weekend pass in the future for a blood yeah. tournament. <laughs> I did. Feel I think that if we did well. um, if we did like a two day sevens, I think five on a Saturday would be alright because you mm, have the evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, on a Sunday, that asking a bit because you've got to get back and work. Yeah. Plus, it gave us half an hour to uh, pack a tent up into a tiny little bag and unplug the seventy-five thousand cables we that, had. That tent was a doddle to pack up because it was a cool pop-up tent. It was just like and pull, and it just cascaded out. The cables, though, Ooh, yeah, is a word. Yes, <laughs> I thought yes. it was cool. Hey, the pop-up mechanic of it was very cool. I'm yeah, incredibly cool. lazy, and all I did to put it up was just pull it out and open it. I was like, all right, this is good. This is, that tent is going to come in handy. I don't know when, and I don't know why, but it is going to be a plot point for some <laughs> some other point in my life. It is going to come in incredibly handy. I don't know why, but I know that it is. I know. Yeah. Don't know why. Don't know when. But at some point, someone's going to be like, oh, I need to do a thing. And I'm going to be like, I've got this. Got the streaming. Well, I only bought it because it was cheaper than getting one of those things to put the green screen up. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, that's a really good point. Because they're like 50, 60 pounds for like a frame. So you can put a green screen. I was like, I'll just use the gazebo frame for that. 
I was like, oh, pop up one, 50 quid, that'll do. Even if you don't need the lid or anything, and just clip the frame on. I was like, oh, there you go. So, it, so there you go. It, it, it's just a cheaper green screen frame that comes with uh, way too many sides. Guaranteed. It's going to come in handy. But no, that was um, that was really cool. Uh, streaming was really cool. Like, the internet was great, um, which I was not expecting. I was expecting absolute carnage from that. That was really cool to see. The teams were brilliant. Um, I'm just really excited for Bonehead Ball now. Yeah, that's mm. gonna be fun. Me too. Fifty teams make interest. mixed teams Wait. and Dungeon Ball teams in there as well. Which reminds me, get your rosters in. Yeah, it's roster time. <laughs> we got four week, five, four weeks. Yeah, we've had three rosters in already. Ooh, that's very exciting. Okay, well, in which case, guys, I think we could wrap up, but I'm gonna put you all on the spot here now. Guesses, predictions for Bonehead Ball. This I don't know how you even predict this. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I want to. I want an over under of dungeon ball teams. So if we got fifty people coming, yeah, I think we will have ten dungeon ball teams. I think we'll have slightly less, but I think we might see a lot of heavens, partly because pretty much anything you've got in your hobby does fit into a heaven. Yeah. (laughs) You're only playing D&D? Got news for you. (laughs) (laughs) You've got demogorgons in heavens now. Yeah, Yeah. anything, Uh, any team you've got. I don't don't know. I think, you know what? I think less, considerably less. I'm going to say possibly five or maybe less than that in terms of Dungeon Bowl teams. Hmm. I think the mixed teams are fun from the conversations I've had. I think there's some kind of crazy. There's some great <laughs> builds. Going. I'll say what I, I think that's what I said to Wayne. I was like, I'm waiting for someone to crack the formula. I don't think someone you can. to find find that it's that too... pair that just mm, something really juicy. It's too <laughs> the first one. It's the troll. All troll builds. Uh, we've got a couple of teams coming down from the midlands as well for this like actual like teams of people which is so 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 cool that is good yeah super excited for that okay then uh mixed teams over under we've got 50 places um i think all right i I reckon maybe 10-ish people are gonna go dungeon bowl teams we'll have 10-ish people running vanilla teams so i think over under 25 mixed teams at 50. What do we reckon? Oh, I think over. Over. I think over that, yeah. Really? Yeah. I would have have at least 35. Yeah, I think the fact so many people signed up so quickly and it is the, if you want to, if you want to do some weird combination and uh, there are so many and it was fun speaking to people over the weekend where they were like can you really put this team into this team yes you can you can see them go everybody (laughs) i must have spoken to maybe four people who were like uh do you know what i've been thinking i've been thinking about uh undead and uh undead and kemri i'm like yes yeah. i've been there i've built it it's in my shed and it is awesome six strength five pieces no nega traits, no agility, but oh, 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 it's so good. Who cares when you're dead? Yeah. <laughs> this is um this bonehead ball is gonna be absolute carnage. It is just like it's like um power level fifteen. Like it's so good. It's just like unrestricted. 
and legacy blo- legacy magic the gathering i think it's brilliant <laughs> right, and i think what... i might um that's what i was gonna say i think i might do roll round two and odd man in this one um potentially because now we've got snotlings you can have an extra one goblin troll goblin troll snotling troll snotling troll oh because it's not a ripper yet is there there's no Ah. ripper there's no ripper no ripper anyway i think milton's already started building his odd man in team oh yeah true are you odd manning this one no no i think we should let trips do it yeah I think Trips was brewing up some ideas over the weekend. I, I did. So, yeah. It's interesting. Partly brewer roster. What can you get with Griff? Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, you're right though, Ben. I was I was mulling over the uh, nothing less than strength four roster. Yeah. So the it six, it's orc and black orc. So it's six brawlers, four biggins, and a troll. And, and I think you could afford bomber in there as well. Uh, no, I squeezed Acorn in because that seemed more funny. <laughs> He's kind of string four when you're all. He is kind of string four, right? <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's just filthy. We're gonna have some really cool teams. I think we're gonna have some uh, some cheeky elf dwarf combos. I know Rick ran that in the first Bonehead Bowl. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, it was Wood yeah. Elves and Dwarfs, um, and that was the game that went to like four three shootout. It was madness. Um, that was cool to see. I don't know. There's just so many good combos. Maybe like a Chaos Corn mix would be great. Four blockers, four seekers, and a Minotaur. Mm. Yeah, that would be pretty nice. I do. I mean, what's the most big guys you could get with like a... There is no star player troll, is there? So you can't really do that. You could do like... Act... Um... Ogres? Hackflam is kind of yeah. a troll. I'll do it. Not <laughs> no, 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 no. The players, no. the players that use him are, um, and I put myself in that because Hackflim is mighty. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's going to be some great combos, yeah. some really great combos for this one. There already is. Uh, ooh, Slan and Lizards just chucking a couple of catches in there on a Lizardman team. That would be yeah, the double Crocs. Yeah, double Crocs with a bit of Pogo in there. That could be quite fun. Oh, too many teams, too little time. Uh, oh no, you could do triple crocs, couldn't you? Because we've got um, what's he called? He's not. That's the one, not Anki Panky. Um, was, was Anki Panky the old one, or was he? No. Oh god, he was a saurus. Slib, Slibly, he was. Oh, Slibly you know, was the guard saurus. No, was he? Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Maybe it was Anki Panky actually. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, I think we should probably call it there, guys, because I think we've all got yeah. some uh, rosters to brew up. And uh, yeah, like Milton said, get your Bonehead Bowl rosters in soon. The builder is live on the website. Uh, so just go to our website and go to the Bonehead bit. And there is a Bonehead Bowl roster builder that has got all the bits you need for mixed teams. We've got every star player in there. You've got all the rosters. You just pick two rosters. Pay attention to the alignments. This is a tournament where you do actually need to read the rule pack and not just go by the spreadsheet. Um, so, yeah, it's it's quite simple, though. You pick two teams. Uh, oh, there you go. Necromantic. Oh, Necromantic and Tomb King. What was I doing? Uh, <laughs> Tomb Guardians with some werewolves. That's quite fun. Uh, it will calculate your tier as well. So if you only choose one team, it'll... Uh, double up your power you've got all the rosters in there so you can go for a college of 
College of Fire, but then you just kind of want to go ogres and dwarves for that one. That could be quite fun. College of Beasts might be horrific. Leaf fun, actually. Mm -hmm, yeah. In 11s. What could you take? Bloodspawn times three. That could be quite good. A couple of werewolves in there as well. Bloodspawn times three. I don't see casually adding that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that werewolves. seems fine. <laughs> this is what Bono rolls about. This seems very fine. Oh, there you go. No rerolls. Three Bloodspawns, two werewolves, and a whole bunch of beastmen linemen. I tell you what, let's take the werewolves oh, out. With the horns. Amazing. Oh, three rerolls. Doesn't matter. They're going to just be feeding the Bloodspawns. They can move. Okay. Three Bloodspawns, <laughs> eight beastmen, two rerolls, 1080. You even got. You can, you can even afford to like upgrade one to a corn gore. There you go. Take two corn gores. Eleven hundred, bang on, and it is a dungeon ball team. So you get four primary skills. Easy, easy. Anyway, tons of stuff you can do, and it's really good fun uh, to to brew up some dream teams. But for now, uh, Ian. Thank you for doing an awesome job TOing. Milton, thank you for doing an awesome job prepping rosters and TOing as well. Ben, thank you for doing an awesome job making people hate Amazons. Uh... <laughs> and yeah, amazing stuff, guys. We're going to wrap up now. Um, just keep playing Blood Bowl. Thanks so much for watching. We'll be back soon with more Blood Bowl content. Happy blocking.